Ethan. Here we are. Episode three. It feels good. It feels really good to, you know, kind of start rolling on these, doesn't it? Into a groove. And we're at the point now, we officially have as many podcast episodes as Nirvana had studio albums. So I I like that. In another another nine or 10 episodes, we'll have as many uh, episodes as Pearl Jam has had drummers, but that's that's a topic for another day. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, uh, yeah, every episode, let's start out. Let's let's, uh, tag the episode number with a number in the music world. I think that I like that. I think that's a hopefully, fantastic idea. Hopefully, hopefully we, we never get to 1979. By <laughs> if we get there, um, here's you guys are going to have to hold us to this. If we get to 1,979 episodes, that is going to be the last episode. You imagine 2,000 weeks. I don't even know how much time that is. I mean, if we did one a day, <laughs> that would be five years. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I don't know. We don't, we don't, we don't my, have to think about I'm not that. holding my breath, yeah. but if we do, that episode will be completely about Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan, and the song 1979. Ethan, we would be old as shit if we made it to 1,979 <laughs> podcast episodes. I don't even know if that's feasibly possible with the age that we're at, but anyways, it does not matter. We'll see. That would kind yeah. of be funny, but... Once again, we're back, Grunge Bible Podcast, uh, with your lovely hosts, Chris Salona and Ethan Shalloway. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. It's a, it's a nice morning, and I'm ready to talk about music. Always. That's what we love talking about. So, But it's going to be a little different today because we're going to talk about something that we kind of uh, put into place about two years ago, would you say, Chris? Two years ago. I think two years ago this month. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's something that at first was kind of a, you know, it, was a, it wasn't a joke, but it was, it was used as a, a relief valve for some of the, uh, the pressures we had to post certain things. And, and as you guys know, it's turned into a lot more and it's turned into basically uh, a mantra for us that sometimes we don't want to post crunch. So we don't. And we post other stuff and people get very upset. I mean, one of our top comments on everything is not grunge. People will just respond, not grunge. And this is not grunge. <laughs> this is not grunge. So now if you see Chris will always post and the first thing he says, he'll be like, this is not grunge. And then he'll proceed to post whatever he wants to post. <laughs> and then people still in the comments will be like, hey, I didn't know if you noticed this, but this is not grunge. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that obviously um we've been running this page we just celebrated our five-year anniversary on uh yeah on monday birthday, a couple Chris. days ago happy happy birthday happy birthday we made it five years of grunge bible um so in five years that ties in perfectly in five years of running a page about a genre eventually you're gonna want to you know go a little outside of the genre um yeah you get a little well, tired and of if stuff. they're not ended with bands that aren't necessarily producing new music uh, there is a finite amount of film and yes. like pictures from the era. <laughs> so not that we've really, you know, scraped the, like all of the stuff that yeah, we we're not, post, we're not super, you know super what we mean? in the archives. We'll, we'll pull our occasional deep cut, but one of my favorite things, Ethan, and I think, you know, where I'm going with this is every so often, maybe every like two or three weeks, we'll get a direct message or a comment and, the, and someone will say, Hey, can you check to see if you can find any, insert whatever really obscure thing ever as if like i think sometimes people think that we have access to some certain um clandestine and secret archive of of music footage um 
but we don't. Yeah, we don't. They, <laughs> we've been acu- we've been uh, accused of working for all of the big bands. They think that we work for them and have access to the the, the old footage, which oh, absolutely, is, is flattering, but it's very know. flattering. And then also, you know, going off of that, sometimes. It doesn't happen as often anymore, but in the beginning, for some reason, it used to happen a lot. I think when we were posting pretty much strictly like the big four grunge bands, people would yeah. always comment and be like, hey, you guys need to come to El Salvador or like you need to come to India. I was like, yes. I would love to, but you're going to be very disappointed <laughs> if, if the two of us show up and not I mean, Pearl could, Jam. I mean, we could cover Daughter or something. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if we'll, we'll fill a stadium necessarily yeah. or or any venue for that matter. But yeah, it's, it, so, it's funny, all of those things, but I think the one common, the most common rebuttal to anything we post is this is not grunge. And it's kind of become a thing at the beginning, you know, we, we adhered pretty strictly to what society would, would portray grunge to be, because as we know, there is only one grunge band and it's mud honey. So pretty much mm-hmm. 97% of what we post is not grunge. Um, but obviously the Seattle bands of the early nineties are what's considered grunge and anything that happened outside of Seattle, let alone for the stone temple pilots is, is not grunge. And we post a lot of that and it's fun because we have other musical interests and we hope, you know, other people have other musical interests as well. And it's always fun to, to share music. And I think my favorite thing to do is to help people discover music that they might not otherwise know. So, we go through. We're three years deep, and we need we need a, an escape from posting and kind of getting, uh, you know, the shit thrown at us. You so only, what do you we can do? Only post Rusty Cage so many times yeah. before it loses its luster. So I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure how the name. Oh wait, no, I think uh, the name actually alludes to a song. Now that it does, I think about it, but. We had this. We had developed this idea of uh, a Trojan horse to kind of develop our own ability to post whatever we want, and we came up with the midnight special. The midnight special. So, um, did you ever expect that the midnight special would get us out of the box, Chris? Um, I didn't before we did it, but as soon as we did it for the first time, I thought that it was going to be a really good idea. Um, so basically I just realized this podcast is going to give away all of our secrets. Um, but yes. anyways, but that's, but whatever. that's for that's the people the that follow us and listen to us. Exactly. And you guys, you guys get this information. The people, the people who are commenting on our posts saying that something is in grunge are not the same people that are going to be listening to this podcast. Yeah. So we're not telling you anything that you probably don't already know, which is great. <laughs> Yeah, these guys are the ones that comment and say that, hey, they don't have to post what they want. This <laughs> exactly. is the special. So if you want the key to understanding Grunge Bible, you got to listen to this podcast. So Love it. So, But yeah, anyways, the Midnight Special, um, You, I think I'm pretty sure it was your idea because mm-hmm. um, we were just talking about this before we, before we went on well, the air, so know, to speak. I, but. Yeah, and I think, so this was a time when you were pretty, uh, you were actually waking up really early to do workouts like at oh five yeah o'clock. yeah i was, I was we had this super early and we had this system this is actually when we really started uh our growth it was like two years ago we were at like fifty thousand, or yeah like fifty thousand. Yeah, i think yeah they're about and you were you were really hammering the early morning schedule and working during the day and i remember that um so you you would post obviously every morning and i would i remember i would take like the afternoon slash like night nightly posts and oh yeah 
And like, obviously earlier during the day, like those are when our best times are. And I think at night we're like, you know, you know, you can get away with a little bit more because it may not, it may not go through. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that we kind of like, we started, I think we posted some rage against the machine and some, some other various bands, but I don't know. I, I think I was just like, yo, why have we never posted the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Mm-hmm. And I looked and like they have like 2 million followers on Instagram or they have a pretty solid, um, you know, social media following. And I was like, I, I was like, Chris, I, you know, I think we, we could tap into uh, some other fan bases. Not that that's our, you know, our only mission, but I was like, if we want to grow, I bet you we could have, because we were like seeing some pretty good growth. And I was like, if we want to keep this going, I bet you we could tap, we should just, we should post like more of the, the time era and not just uh you know the genre per yeah se. definitely because i i think especially with the chili peppers so obviously not being a grunge band i mean they were you know they they started out pretty much as a funk band in the 80s i mm-hmm. mean you listen to some of their earlier oh, stuff yeah. like freaky styly and different things like that and they're like that is that is some funk there and it's and it's great stuff but it's one of those things that that band has been around for so long and they've they've done so many different things that if if you're a music fan, I almost feel that at some point, if you're a music fan, you have gone through a Red Hot Chili Peppers phase, whether it was, mm-hmm. you know, some of their stuff in the late 90s or whether it was, you know, the funk stuff from the 80s or whether you like their, their you know, newer stuff. Like, you've gone through a phase where you've appreciated it and, and the musicians that are in that band. So it was it was just kind of a no-brainer. It's like, hey, we, we should probably post this because, you know, I'm not the biggest red hot chili peppers fan but i've definitely gone through phases where i have you know listened to their albums non-stop for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and i'm, I'm sure you're the same um but yeah, it was just it probably, was one of those things yeah it's definitely a band where uh you know you're like yeah i don't really listen to them and then you play like 10 songs and you're like okay i actually knew all of those songs and you're mm-hmm. like i don't know how i knew them but it's one of those bands who just like find out that you know a good bit of them yeah um <laughs> So I was I was just uh, pulling up the original the original clip that we posted. So um, back to the story of how the midnight special happened. It was like a Friday night, and I had found this one of the, an early Chili Peppers video on uh, YouTube, and I was like, "This is so good! I got I got to post it." It's like super old. It was from 1984, which has to be. Two years, I think they maybe eighty one or eighty two is when they so. first started playing. But this has like the full, uh, the like it has the members that everybody knows um, from the time period. Yeah, and, so, and, and I think that was their first. Um, if I remember the video right, that was their first spot on you know live late, late night network television. Yeah. yeah, it was their yeah first type. First actually wasn't didn't have the full uh, cast. It had Anthony. Anthony Kiedis, Flea, Jack Sherman, and Cliff Martinez live at um, KTT's, uh, KTTZ Studios, Thick of the Night. <laughs> In the Thick of the Night with with a, uh, a young developing Alan Thick, I believe. We and- <laughs> squared that one away before we got on here. So um, I had sent the video to Chris earlier, and we were talking about it, and like we're just like, should we post it? We're like, yeah, I think so. We just need to find the right time. And that night I was... Um, I was out with my friends in Lexington and, you know, had a few beers and had a few drinks and the night's going on and I, we were at a live music venue and somebody was playing something and I just, I don't know if Chris texted me something, but I was on my phone and like midnight had just struck and I was like, man, I don't, I was, 
I don't remember exactly what was going through my my head, but I was like, the midnight special is here, and I like, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I was like, Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna post the chili peppers, and you're like, do it, and I'm just like, I think I, I think I have an idea, and I was like, the train's rolling in, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, we're just gonna we're gonna call this sucker the midnight special, and we're gonna claim that we can post whatever we want, and I and we posted it, and it was like we we fell asleep. And we woke up and the video had like done extremely well and we gained and people like, loved it too for the most that, part. Yeah, we it was we gained like, you know, probably two hundred and fifty followers at minimum. Um, which was it's a really solid number if you didn't yeah. expect that. So yeah, we saw so that cool. and we we're like, you know what? Uh, and then I think you you wanted to take a crack at it. You're like, you know what, I think I'm gonna uh oh, yeah. something and it just <laughs> went from there and it was it was great because the people on the page uh really enjoyed it, I think. They really yeah, enjoyed it. And it was, it was a lot of fun too, because when we first started posting, I remember the first one, there were so many people commenting that, you know, oh my gosh, like I like that band too, or I can't believe you guys finally posted something by this band yeah, or hey, it's one of my peppers. favorite bands. And, and, you know, people, people send us for, if there's a band that's existed, people have sent us a direct message telling us that we need yes. to post them. Um, certainly with the chili peppers, they had been going on for a while in terms of the requests, but it was one of those things that it was really cool just to see people. There were kind of two strains. It was like, Hey, I'm a big fan of this band. It's super cool to see them on this page or, Hey, I'd never heard of this band and now I want to get into them. Um, and, and the name was, was so great, you know, midnight special and in reverence to the, um, the old time blues song that was, uh, made yes. popular by, by Creedence Clearwater revival in yes. the sixties. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just, Ethan, once again, it was just another one of your good ideas that they, they always seem to come out of nowhere. Um, you know, mm -hmm. they came from Tin Roof in Lexington in the middle of the night, um, which Shout is out. A, always a always a great venue. Those we, we certainly have have some stories about posts that we've done when we've been uh, in that environment or um, yes. uh, how do you say? Um, inebriated, slightly <laughs> inebriated. Feeling the effects of the activities that will... Um, kind of uh go go hand in hand with those environments and uh well and, and it's funny because some, some, some sometimes it's like hey here's this song i really like it right now but then sometimes you've wrote some really oh you've wrote, you wrote some really introspective uh like articles on, oh my gosh on, through certain songs at certain oh, times yeah of night. i remember there was one time not to get too off track but there was one time this exact same thing happened i got home at the end of the night um I was not feeling my uh, the most spry, obviously. And for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger album was uh, prevalent in my mind at the time. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> I wrote a song-by-song song breakdown of it while I was not sober at probably 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I pressed send, and then I remember you texted me the next day, and, and you were like, hey, man, are, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I was just affected yeah, by, you know, by by Soundgarden, I guess. But it's always it's always funny. You know, we've had some good ideas. As everybody does, you know, you have some good ideas when you're in that mindset, and yeah. then you also have some bad ideas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that is one thing that we're going to enjoy about this, out of this podcast. So me and Chris, we talk daily and we definitely like, we'll have phone call conversations and we'll bounce ideas and we'll be like, wow, that would have been a good episode and uh, for a podcast. And, and I think this is going to be fun because we're going to be able to kind of retract some of the ideas and some of the ways that this page has grown. And like the midnight special was crucial. I remember for a while I was keeping track of all the uh, oh, how many yeah. followers each post got, so we can kind of like tune into what 
I just wanted to see what like genres and bands did really well. And I mean, Rage Against the Machine, Machine, Hot Chili Peppers, they were like they were always killers. Like if we ever needed oh, a yeah. boost. You go to the um, well, like the it's 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 similar to posting pink pop, for example, right. or any of the uh right. the bigger grunge bands. But it was it was really cool too because not only, you know, sure we were gaining followers and everything, but behind that number it was really cool just to see how many people would come across the page and they would, you know, like what we were doing or like the music and you know, I think people have, you know, developed uh friendships with people even just through the instagram comments you know they'll post about a band and how often is it someone someone will post something like hey i like this band i just heard them here but i don't really know much about them can someone suggest you know where to go next oh, and, yeah. and, and people always i've done in. yeah it's it's really I've, great I've, yeah i've gotten requests and people are like hey you should listen to this band i'm like all right where do i start and they're like i oh, listen to this song and i'm like okay mm-hmm. so then I'll, and then i'll post it and uh, I was like, I was like, honestly, guys, never listened to Primus. Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's funny too because, like, obviously, um, you know, Primus is is at the pinnacle of of anything, really. But um, that's pretty much how I got into them the and Tool and Tool. Oh my god, there are no casual fans of Tool on this planet. They don't They're- exist. Like what no. we were saying with the and if they peppers. are, hey, and if they are, they don't get it. No, <laughs> they don't get it. Like, if, they, exactly. if you say you're a casual fan, the real ones would be like, they don't get it. Yeah, then. you're just, you just, you're just not in on it. Um, exactly what we were saying about the Chili Peppers of like everybody could listen to them, know some of their songs, and be like, yeah, I like this band. You cannot say that about Tool because there's no, <laughs> there's nobody who casually listens to Tool. <laughs> it just, yeah. it just doesn't happen. I mean, have you ever heard a, a, a Tool song on the radio in like a deep, like a deep private station or anything like that? I don't know if I've ever heard. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've heard sober. On the, I've heard sober, sober on the air a couple of times, um, but other okay. than that, um, that's impressive. Oh yeah, I think I think a lot of Tool stuff is maybe just a little too high octane for your mainstream yeah. FM radio station. But right, um, yeah, I mean, we've definitely you know we've posted Tool, but it's it's really cool too because. As we all know, there there are some very um, specific subsets in different areas of the internet, particularly on Instagram, and I think particularly when it comes to uh, being fans of bands and genres. So, you know, we live for better or for worse within the grunge sphere, but it's always funny when we post certain bands that are certain genres that have big followings, and you know, some of their some of their fans will come over through the, um, you know through the internet through the through the midnight special to our page and it's always funny to see those interactions but uh yeah the midnight special it basically just evolved into okay at midnight we have one chance to post anything that we want um and it's it's slowly devolved or evolved depending on your perspective into all right man this is not grunge it's not midnight but i'm posting this um and it's it's i i've enjoyed it yeah it definitely and like i just to make it clear, we don't we don't do it just to make people upset or do anything like that. Like we just we really do enjoy, yeah, partially. But we do we do enjoy posting and talking about songs that we haven't talked about before. So you know, thanks for bearing with us. But and it, like I said, it's definitely evolved into a, a mantra that we have that we do whatever we want, and it's that's definitely stemmed from the midnight special. But I think that like that voice like the grunge bible voice that people i think that a lot of people would um identify for us is uh is why people like us yeah and and we say things and and we're and 
we just you know we say things that we think are what are on our minds yeah and, and, and if you think about it though at the end of the day you know I, i'm not i'm not big into the whole gatekeeping of music genre or um you know something has to be from a certain band or from a certain period of time to be good or to be listenable or or what have you and at the end of the day you know music if if you find value in it and if you like it it doesn't matter what it is you know it's it's good you know it it's it's so subjective music is so subjective and and I, i'll always say i don't think that there's a such thing as is bad music because if somebody out there likes it then it's good for them and that, at the end of the day that's all that matters so it's been fun um to kind of venture into that sphere a little bit in the sense that you know we've we've certainly posted some things that are that are a little out there um you know and yeah. some things that are a little closer closer to the mean a little bit but um yeah. do you have do you have any favorite midnight specials that you've done uh yeah i do it, it's it's funny to say so uh, there's definitely been some circulation on the page in the last few posts about how music can be whatever you want and mm-hmm. we come back to it a lot um, so I think that's, you know, I think it comes, just come back to all the stuff we've talked about, but, um, all right. Favorite midnight special. Uh, first thing that, first thing that jumps out in my head was I actually think that I posted something on Porch radio and then you followed up with a more elaborate post on, uh, on the grunge Bible page mm-hmm. and it was blues run the game. Oh. Blues runs the game. Jackson by C. Frank. Jackson C. Frank, but you did a you did three. You did Bert Janch, and um, there was. A, did you put John Mayer his version? I in think there? I put or, John Mayer's version. I think there was like three or four versions, and you wrote out this really nice. So I just posted um, on Porch Radio, and you were like, "Wow, that was really nice." I think I'm going to do that as well. And then you posted, it, and it was just, it was just one, this, of my, yeah. one of my one of my favorite posts. Uh, and you just kind of talked about how people people cover songs and why covering is important and how you know songs evolve over time but they hold their meaning and it was it was just really good and and it was a great Bert Jance version I might be butchering his name but um yeah Jance J A N S C H his his is so different than the one that we know by right. uh, Jackson C Frank and yeah yeah one of my favorites yeah and, um, and and that's a great point too and and Thank you, I guess, for for finding value in that post. I I remember I remember writing that one. Um, but blues were in the game. You know, Jackson C. Frank wrote it. I think in the mid '60s. Yeah, it's like early '60s. He recorded it, but it's been recorded and performed by you know so many wow. different people over the last 50, 60 years or so. Um, so I'll never understand. You know, when somebody covers a song, and you listen to the cover and people comment and people say, Oh, that ruined the song or, Hey, that's disrespectful. I think one of the most respectful and, and, and reverent things you can do is, is take a song that's inspired you and, and, and play it in your own way, you know, because like, like we were saying, it's like, that gives the song life. So, I mean, you talk about a song like that, or, you know, now it's, it's starting to become more popular for, modern you know I, I say modern with quotations around it artists to cover they're starting to cover some songs from the grunge era and i mean heck everything from post bob malone. dylan's catalog has been covered yeah, oh, post yeah. Malone, exactly. so i i always think it's it's such a great space to hear because i think in covers you can hear the way that that song affected them and the way that that song was interpreted by them mm-hmm. so i love covers i spent a lot of time on youtube just 
looking at covers, not even from other uh, notable musicians. Like I'll, I'll, I'll watch, like, if you got a cover on YouTube of a song I like, like I'll watch it. Like it's yeah. pretty good. So I love, I, just, I love seeing covers. Um, I just posted a, a cover of uh, Nick Drake the other night. I really mm-hmm. liked. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, actually I, I wanted to text you the other night. I have a request that I want you to, uh, to pull up and post if you can. <laughs> and it's, it is, a cover of I believe it was Rooster by Allison Chains by those three men uh, out on the patio. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, was it was it Rooster or was no, it? No, I stay away. Oh. It was I it was stay nice. away. Um, so that we actually I don't know if you remember this, but we posted that. Anyways, um, we found the band. You yeah, found we, the band. We, we made contact yes. with a band. It was a band from Ireland called The Jury yes. Disagree. Um, <laughs> yes. they're, they're no longer active, but some of the guys still play music. Um, but if you if you Google if you YouTube search "I Stay Away" Alice in Chains cover, it's probably going to be the first one. There's these these three guys sitting on a sitting on a back porch around a table with a couple a couple stout beers. Um, oh yeah, and, and We're it sounds great. So yeah, it's but I mean covers like that. I mean, how can you, you, you can't beat that stuff because I, yeah. for example, I stay away. Like Lane Staley's never going to sing that song again, obviously. And Alice in Chains is never going to play that song with Lane Staley ever again. So covers and performances and interpretations are one, they're tributes, but two, you know, it's a way to breathe new life into the song. So that's why, you know, I'll always, you'll never, you'll never hear me scoff at a cover. I, I love listening to them. So, yeah. um, and certainly, you know, we, we have people that, that direct message us co- their covers of certain songs. And it's always it's always fun to listen to and, and, and see what's going on. But in terms of my favorite Midnight Special, this works out nicely because your one one of your favorites was one that I did. One of my favorites, uh, unequivocally, is one that you did. And it's it's a fairly consistent Midnight Special. I think we've done it, you know, four or five times, which is often given the, the nature of it. But uh, <laughs> it is... Uh, um, Focus by Hocus Pocus. <laughs> or am I butchering oh that? Hocus <laughs> by Focus. Or yeah, Focus by Hocus Pocus. Or yes, <laughs> any whatever way that is. I'm I'm getting my focuses and my focuses yeah. mixed up. But um, you'll you'll know oh what it is. Gosh. We're gonna have to repost that one. That that song, and that no, not even the song. That particular video. Oh um, yeah, is just riveting in all of the right ways and also in all of the wrong ways. Yeah, it might be it might be a late night uh, performance it, of I'm like pretty the sure, 60s. Is it, it's, it's Hocus Pocus by Focus. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's Focus. And um <laughs> it it had I remember first watching it and being blown away by just the like I don't know, they took a, the musicianship that was showed. It was like the it's like perfect 60s I'm not even exactly sure what year it was, but like the drum solo they have, the, oh, yeah, like late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, the, just like, jamming. Then he goes into his his whistling, and then he goes into his yodeling, and like just and he be- looks beautiful song. He looks possessed when he's presenting this song to you, and and I don't know, uh, I don't want to speculate as to <laughs> if if he had any assistance from different substances at the time, but uh, he was he was locked in to put it um, to put it put it nicely um yeah. and that one that one's always one of my favorites because uh when we post that one there's such a wide range of people there's people who know the song and know the video and they're like this is incredible but my favorites yeah. are the people who have never seen it before <laughs> who yeah. they see this man just you know you got the drummer going crazy you got the man whistling and singing 
like seemingly simultaneously. I don't know how he does it. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just an incredible song. Um, but that's, that's always one of my favorites, but yeah, we'll uh, have to post both of those. Uh, yeah. And, and we can, and we, we can coincide it with the, with the, uh, yep. with this podcast coming out yeah. episode three. So yep, exactly. Um, I think that'll be a great plan, but yeah, the, in the midnight special, you know, I remember, I think it started devolving from just being at midnight because like you said, at the time, you know, I was getting up early, so I wasn't staying up till midnight every night mm-hmm. and I would want to post one. So I'd post one at like nine o'clock and be like, yeah, it's, it's not midnight, but like it's midnight somewhere. So screw yeah, it. We, well, we, we have a lot of international followers. Oh, and certainly. People yeah, we're all people over the would, globe. Yeah. People would always respond and be like, it's 8 a.m. here. Or they'd be like, it's five, it's 5 p.m. And we're like, you know what? Yeah, we can, we can literally post it whenever and just we call can it do whatever special. we want. And, and certainly that's devolved <laughs> where we pretty much do post whatever we want. And, and, you know, there's certainly people who get upset that we post things that aren't grunge and, um, and they're probably the newer people that, you know, yeah. And, and they say, you know, you shouldn't, they didn't why, get to why see do you the call first... the page, the grunge Bible. And, and honestly, if we were starting it now, I don't think we would call the page the grunge Bible because, uh, you know, our musical interests, um, you know, go beyond the scope of just one genre as I think any, any music fans interests do, um, but it's one of those things that it's always, you know, for me, it's just a vessel that we can use to just share in music. And there's so much good music out there outside of Seattle, Washington, you know, 1988 to 1994. So um, it's really, uh, it's really just become a, a, a way that we can do that. And, you know, if we, we maybe had to disguise it a little bit at the beginning to uh, to get people yeah. to to be open to it, but I mean, we started with like you said, like the Chili Peppers and Rage, and uh, you know, Audio Slave was in there, and there's just a lot of yep. bands that pretty much everybody I think is is a fan of or or yep. could appreciate a little bit. Um, we've certainly had some. I think the one band that I I have a, a very big affinity for that I always get a lot of shit for when we post um, for the Midnight Special is uh, Counting Crows. Um, yes, I love Counting yeah. Crows. I love Adam Duritz. Um, I would a lot love of people to see don't. A, a lot breakdown. of people don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I love to see a breakdown of like how many times we posted uh, specific bands. And I know obviously like Pearl Jam is going to be our number one and then probably Soundgarden. But it would be fun to see where those auxiliary bands come in. Like I bet you mm-hmm. County Crows is really high. Yeah, because Black Crows them. is really Black, high. Black Crows are definitely up there. Um, and then I'll always uh, RL Burnside. We posted him quite a bit. <laughs> he'd have a surprising number. Uh, <laughs> he would. He would. He would be. He'd be a sleeper pick for like. Phoebe you know, Bridges maybe, was now would now be yeah, probably up Phoebe there. Phoebe Bridges, Julian Baker, they're definitely Julian up Baker, there. Yeah. Get a little soccer mommy in there, but yeah, man, it's just. Uh, I don't know. I think you know that's that's the fun part about it. And Guns and Roses would have no Guns and Roses. They have precisely. one. No, they have. Th- they do have one. I think they do. I know you have. We have one. And I hate and Guns it, and Roses, so yeah, it pained it, me to post it. Guns yeah, and Roses. Yeah, and it didn't suck. do well. We should have just uh, yeah. deleted it. No, we never do. But it we again. don't delete. We don't delete. No, only only, um, only when we have to. Um, but so yeah, I think uh, a good way to. Uh, I was I was gonna actually kind of wrap it up and and absolutely I wanted to do one thing I wanted to uh, kind of put in there I was gonna say let's do a song of the week let's do a recommendation from both of us and then I also have some I just have some random uh, some random picks for uh, that I want you to say say something to I, we could save it but I kind of want to do it, it. It's it. Fun. screw it we yeah. got it we got to do it yeah um, so you want to do, let's do that first and then we'll do um, yeah then we'll do song of the uh, song of the week later. 
All right. So I guess we'll just start off pretty simple. Uh, and I'll say like Creed or Nickelback. And then I have to choose. Yeah, you just, you okay. whatever, whichever one you think of first. You just Absolutely. Is, is that the first question? That's the first one. Creed okay. or Nickelback? I'm, I'm taking my bags and I'm going over to the Creed side. <laughs> there, Creed. I said it. <laughs> uh, uh, Nirvana Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Yep. Sound Pearl Jam, down. AIC. Pearl Jam. Um, STP, Smashing Pumpkins. I'm going to go with the Stone Temple Pilots. Okay. I'm second. I'm, I'm thinking that, that I'm on the fence about that one a little bit, though. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Mad Season, Temple of the Dog. <sighs> I don't like this question. Yeah. I really don't, but I'm going to knee jerk reaction, although it's not knee jerk since it's like 20 seconds ago, but Mad Season. All right. Uh, Mud Honey or any Mud Honey. Other I, don't even, yeah. I don't even need to. <laughs> I don't even need to hear what else you were going to say. <laughs> All right. Uh, Saturday, Saturday Night Live or Letterman? Letterman. Okay. Black I'm, I'm, crows or counting crows? <laughs> I cannot answer this one, Ethan. You know that. I can't answer it. it depends. Right. If, if 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 I'm, I'll 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 um I'll put a disclaimer in. If I'm sad, you know, there's not a band in the world other than <laughs> other than counting crows. But in any other in any other mood or demeanor, you know, it's got to be the black crows. <laughs> um, Dave Grohl from Nirvana or Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters? Nirvana Grohl. Nirvana girl, nice. I just like Dave Grohl as a drummer. Uh, Minnesota or California? <laughs> I'm definitely looking and feeling Minnesota right now. <laughs> it's the dead of winter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling terrible. Abruzzese or Cameron? I'm picking Matt Cameron. Everybody, oh. everybody, everybody shits on Matt Cameron as a Pearl Jam drummer, and and I Cameron won't, kills I won't, it. I, I won't stand for the Matt Cameron slander when it comes to Pearl yeah. Jam drummers. Uh, we've we've been I won't two stand shows for it. We've been to two shows together. Which this is my next question. Actually, well, Wrigley or Fenway for a concert? It's got to be Fenway since that was the first one, and they yeah. played. They opened with release. Um, and quick side note, uh, what Matt Cameron? I mean, the whole band, obviously. But I was I was really blown away by Cameron and McCready at those shows. Oh, I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously all of them, I mean, these, but these I guys was, have been playing music together yeah. for together for 20 years and, and they've been playing music for, you know, some of them 45, 50 years of their lives, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that you forget a lot of times is just how professional of musicians they are. And I think that was the one thing we walked out of that show and we're like, wow, the like, musicianship wow. of these guys is, is off the charts. And I think a lot of times we think about the songs and we think about the albums and you think about the lead singer all the time because that's who you're hearing um, in yeah. terms of, you know, communication, vocal communication. But I mean, these guys are absolute masters of their craft. I mean, anything, anything you do for 30, 40, 50 years, you're going to get good at it. And these guys are at the, at the pinnacle. I mean, anybody, you could say that the same for, you know, damn near anybody who's, who's still around from that scene. I mean, all of the, the surviving sound garden guys, like the, the yeah. ability that they have um, to play music and to play their instruments. And some of them to play multiple instruments is, is amazing. And I remember we were walking out that night and we're like, wow, that was amazing. Not, not even just so much, obviously the band as a whole, but, just the individual musicians and their ability to, to, to just play. Yeah. 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 Definitely. There's like, when you go to a concert, I, I want like two, th I like one, I want one of two things and one's like an, a crazy crowd experience or two, like I want to be able to just like soak in the musicianship mm -hmm. and like, 
you know, we see a lot of videos of the early stuff where they're just crazy, but you know, now they're just, it don't happen just, like that anymore. At yeah, Pearl they Jam just, shows. yeah. They just deliver like beautiful, uh, you know, beautiful concert. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Okay. So a few more, a few more, uh, and I'll I'll save some because I think we we can do this more more often. But, Absolutely. Uh, uh, King Buzzo or uh, Mark Arm. <laughs> I have to go Mark Arm, but it pains me I, because I love me some Buzz Osborne. <laughs> um, Flea or Les Claypool. <laughs> Les Claypool to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. greatest bassist to ever exist. All right, uh, six feet from the edge, too far or ain't so far down. <laughs> I don't think it's so far down. <laughs> I think he was right. Maybe it wasn't. All right. Uh, do you want to feel the pain of everyone or feel nothing? Uh, right. Lately, I want to feel nothing. Um, that's not, that's when you when you verbalize that. That sounds a lot more harsh than it did in my head. Maybe I want, maybe I want, to, maybe I want to feel the pain of everyone instead. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. It's a tough, tough question. Uh, and then uh, coffee black or eggs white. <laughs> I'm picking my coffee black Egg, eggs white tomorrow. Um, two, uh, two more, <laughs> two more. Uh, if you if you could go high, where would you go? Where there's golden streets or blind men can see? Um, I would love to go where the blind men can see. They haven't seen for far too long. Amazing. Uh, and then last last question, I guess, if you were to hire a commencement speecher. For high school, uh, yeah, uh, it's not speaker. speaker, but speaker, yeah. Uh, you. Would you pick, well, actually, I have two. First one, a little more off the wall, but M, uh, Maynard, uh, James Keen, uh, Ma- MJK, or Flea? I'm picking Maynard one. for the sole reason that when you watch him perform, particularly in the early 90s and mid 90s, the way he just like picks out a couple of people in the front crowd and just stares through their soul, I think that would be amazing. So, like, if you're sitting at a high school graduation, you got the the valedictorian sitting in the front row with the principal and Maynard James Keenan is just staring through your soul. <laughs> I think that would be that would be worth yeah. it just to and, just to and if give them Flea, that trauma. And I think I've uh, I was just thinking about this now. I've taken a uh, I've watched a video of Flea explaining how he plays the bass, and <laughs> I don't even know if he can explain that. So I don't know what his speech would be yeah, like. I don't know. He, he, uh, <laughs> Both of them would be um, somebody, some high school in the world needs to make that a reality yeah. for both of them, just so we can have have answers. And, yeah, and then uh, same same question, but uh, Kurt Cobain or Eddie Vedder? I think I would pick Kurt. Um, yeah, yeah, I I, think, I, so, I think you know I think Kurt Cobain is probably one of the most uh, analyzed or over over analyzed depending on your perspective um one of the most analyzed or over analyzed humans um to live uh in the 20th century i would say um but i I do think you know he was unbelievably articulate and i think he had a lot to say um and you know he unfortunately did not have as much time to say it as uh you know as a lot of us had hoped and maybe as, as he had hoped but yeah, I think I would. I think I would pick Kurt. Um, I don't know if it's just because he's he's not with he's not here anymore, yeah. but I'd pick Kurt. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Um, so that kind of that that wraps it up. We got some more. I think we should do this more often. Yeah, and I think not I, to, we'll, not we'll, have, put, we'll have a little bit at the end. I'll put yeah. you on the spot next time. Yeah, be, yeah. Say so not to put you on the spot and be like you're picking one or the other, but because uh, you know we don't like to give out our opinions too too much. What we Absolutely. used to. Yeah. But I thought it would be fun <laughs> and threw in a little fun stuff. So. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Last little bit here. 
uh, song of the week, Ethan, what have, what have you been listening to lately? That's been uh, lighting your world on fire. Uh, well, I actually, I went through a little stage like a week and a half ago or two weeks ago. And it's a, it's the song Chinatown. It's by uh, Bleachers with Bruce yes, Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen is featured yeah. in it. Yeah. And I, I, I wanted to ask one. you, I wanted to ask you if you'd heard it. Cause it, you know, uh, you're a big Bruce guy. So yeah, I'm a big uh, Bruce guy. Um, yeah, I have, so I, I have heard it. Yeah, I've I've listened to it a few times. I mean, Bleachers they're they're a pretty good band. My brother saw them live and and had a different a review on them. So I hadn't really listened to a lot of their new stuff, but that song came out and I listened to it and it was just a really feel good song and I, I thought it was great and I was I was excited to play it like in the morning and kind of get me going. So Chinatown by Bleachers featuring Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Bruce, they do a great job together. That's great. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I think they came out with that in. October or November of 2020. So not, not too long yeah, ago. I, was saying, I remember seeing that it yeah. happened. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's interesting for, you know, for Bruce to collaborate with them. But I think they're from New Jersey. Um, I like the song though. Um, it kind of served as a, uh, as a springboard for me to kind of get into bleachers a little bit more because that's a little outside of what I normally listen to. But I think this past year I've gone outside of like what I would normally listen to uh, yeah. the most that I ever have. And yeah, that was, that was definitely a really, really good song and, and I enjoyed it. And it was always cool just to hear Bruce come through randomly <laughs> in a song that you would not expect him to come through on oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because that's obviously not his, uh, his genre, but he's Bruce. He can do whatever the hell he wants. So yeah. How about you? What have you been listening to or what oh, song man. do you, what song um, do the people need to hear? Song of the week. Um, and wood no, <laughs> yeah have you ever heard this song uh into the flood again by some some allison band i think uh yeah yeah check that In one chains. out yeah maybe something like that um song of the week for me um i am i'm very much anticipating a new album from a musician named julian baker uh we just mm -hmm. referenced her earlier in the podcast but i'm a big julian baker fan i think she's incredible um, she just released a new single a couple of weeks ago called Hardline, and it's off of her forthcoming album, uh, Little Oblivions. Um, just interjection here, not an ad. I just like her music. Um, uh, but I've been listening to that one a ton. Uh, she's just a really, really um, introspective, articulate, and such a talented musician, songwriter, all of that. Um, she's our age, too. Um, this is going to be her third album. Um, and this new one... It's like the first time that she's recorded an album with like a proper band backing her. So her first two mm. albums were were pretty much, you know, acoustic or electric with looper pedals and everything and effects that yeah. she all did herself. So this is her first like proper band album, but she's she's got two singles out from that so far, uh Faith Healer and Hardline. I like Hardline better. It just came out I think 3 weeks ago or so, but really looking forward to that. I've been listening to a lot of her in anticipation of that album. It comes out uh the end of February. 2021 so that is what has been spinning on the hypothetical proverbial turntable in my <laughs> in my mind yeah <clears throat> awesome yeah well, that's that's we, a, get, we that's gotta a, keep song of the week around i think that's that's a good idea so yeah song of the week you actually kind of beat beat us to the punch for album of the month uh you already, you already oh man um, lock it in julian baker lock, little, little lock it in. i'm locking that be, in uh, yeah, we hope to do little segments at the end so we can uh, yeah, just keep it, you know, just keep something to look forward to at the end of the episodes. Uh, I thought today's episode was great, the Midnight Special. Now you guys know a little bit more about that and why we uh, post whatever the heck we want. 
Yeah, maybe it makes a little more sense. Maybe it makes a little less sense. But uh, regardless, if you're still with us here at the end, episode three, uh, we thank you dearly, dearly from the bottom of our hearts for uh, for listening and, and putting up with us. Um, and we're very thankful for that. And we look forward to getting back together here for episode four very soon. It's going to be yes. great. We'll make a point to uh, post those two midnight specials, repost them back, and we'll we'll shout out this podcast. If you guys want to support us, just look for it. You'll find it. And uh, we're going to have, we're going to keep doing this five more years, Chris. Five more years or until we reach <laughs> 1,979 episodes. Um, yes. Just think of the podcast technology we'll have and like, what year would that be? God knows, but who, you know, who knows? We'll see. We're, we're locked in for the ride. It's going to be great. Um, thank you again for listening. Uh, as Ethan said, um, support us if you'd like, if you, if you like what you're hearing, um, subscribe to the podcast, leave a good little review. Um, you can buy our merch if you want. Uh, the links are in our Instagram bio. Yeah. Um, anyways, until next time, I guess, right? The big wheel will keep on turning. Exactly right. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs>